everybody. Okay. And yeah, it- hey, everybody. Welcome to this edition of After Further Review. It is a special, well, all of our programs are special, we think, but this one is a new segment, a new program that we are doing called Picks to Click with Dane Johnston, our resident football pick slash gambling expert. Dane, thanks for joining us. Hey, Dean. Thanks for having me on the show. Excited to be a part. Um, and looking forward to talking a little bit about AFF Week 3 gambling. Now, it is starting to pick up stream at the sports books in Vegas mm-hmm. and around the country. Uh, what are you hearing? So, week one, um, MGM reported a uh, three times higher uh, money income or amount of money that came in than what was expected. Um, So a lot more people are putting money on the sport. Um, It's increasing in public interest. And ultimately, it's a way that fans across the country can stay invested, care about multiple teams, and kind of secure the fandom of the AAF. One of the things that I've heard is that this is not just casual fans. These are the quote-unquote professional gamblers who are also getting involved mm-hmm. in large numbers. Yeah, so, so majority of the money that's came in on these first two weeks have been sharp betters, you know, your professional wise guy betters. Um, but multiple of the sports books have came out and said, yeah, week one, a lot of sharp money, but week two, an increase in public money. So your everyday casual guy um, putting money on some games. Now, we want to issue this disclaimer before we get started. These are just for entertainment purposes only. We are not advising you to bet a specific way. These are just for the fun of it. And if you have a gambling problem or if you think you know somebody that has a gambling problem, we want to remind you that the National Council on Problem Problem Gambling has a hotline for you. It's 800 800- 522-4700, 800-522-4700. You can also text that line, or if you need to chat, it's ncpgambling.org slash chat. We will give those numbers to you again, but it is ncpgambling.org if you need more information on getting gambling help. So having said that, Dane, as we... Look at the last two weeks. We enter week number three. We're starting to see some trends starting to develop on how you might want to make your picks. Yeah, so so there have been kind of three key things that bettors should consider going into week three. Um, first, plain and simple, the favorites haven't lost. There's not been a single underdog to win um and also with that they're six and two against the spread so putting money on the favorites has been a very secure and potentially profitable move um the second kind of thing 
that gamblers are uh, taking into account is the fact of a team playing at home. Uh, home teams are 6-2 and two straight up, the only losses being both last week when we saw the Apollos beat the Commanders in a great, super entertaining game. Not so great if you had uh, the Commanders plus six and maybe uh, the money line as I did, but very entertaining for the viewer. Um, and then the other game being uh, the hot shots taking down the Express. Now, with with the Express, I, it, I don't really know how much of a home field advantage you can call playing in Memphis. Um, they came out 11,000 tickets were sold. And to put it in perspective, that's 8,000 less than the league average for week two, 18,000 less for or 18,000 less than what San Antonio sold. So I don't consider it much of a home field advantage, but on, on paper, Vegas, they do. So we'll, we'll count them there. And the last uh, key trend has been playing the under. Um, the under is hit in seven out of eight games. Five of those, we've had five games that have failed to break 40 points. Um, week, week one, we didn't know, the public didn't know much. Vegas didn't know much of what to expect. Almost all of the lines were set in the 50s. Um, we haven't seen, we haven't seen anything in the 50s since. Um, it's all been kind of hovering around that 40s, mid 40s range. But, so yeah, go, going in going into week three, those are three key trends that all better should take into account. So it's pick the favorite, um, pick yeah. the home team, and what was the other one? Going with the under for the for the total. So week three, um, we'll kind of go through a rundown of the different matchups. So. First game of the weekend, we have the Arizona Hotshots, which are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at the Salt Lake Stallions. The over-under is set at 44. Now, this is one of the, one of the two rematches. Um, week one, we saw the Hotshots beat the Stallions in Arizona, 38-22. Uh, to 22. And if you recall, um, going into the fourth quarter, that game was close. I believe it was 19 to 16. And then we saw the hot shots run away with it in the fourth. Um, Arizona, explosive offense. Wolford, QB out of Wake Forest. Pretty much the consensus week one offensive MVP. Four touchdowns. Running back Presley. Third in the AAF total rush yards. Ross, great explosive, explosive offense out in Arizona. Now, Stallions, with the quarterback struggles in the cold weather, I want accuracy, and Woodrum probably cannot give that to me. And then I want a solid ground game, which I'm giving the edge to Presley in the hot, in the hot shots there. So 
My pick is Arizona minus four and a half against the spread in a cold game in Salt Lake. So the next game on the Saturday slate, we have the Memphis Express at Orlando Apollos opening at minus 15 and a half for the Apollos and an over under at 45. So Apollos at 15 and a half is the highest opening spread we've seen in the AAF. Um, last week, the hot shots opened at 11 and a half. We saw that line move up to as high as 16 at times, but with the 11 and a half, that makes this game the highest opening line. Um, Orlando, their offense, explosive, great, put up 40 points week one, 37 week two. Steve Spurrier, the head ball coach, did great things at Florida, great things at South Carolina, go Gamecocks. And we're, we're seeing him do the exact same here in the AAF. Um, confusing the defenses, points, explosive. Um, the, the, one, the one thing about the Apollos, though, has been, has been their defense. Um, we saw all the yards they gave up last week to the commanders. And one, one key thing that I'm looking at for this matchup is the yards on the ground that they gave up. 175 rushing yards and then 5.1 yards per carry. And why that matters is because this week they're going against the number one or tied for number one uh, rusher in the league, Zach Stacy. Um, and if he was on a team that had a mediocre quarterback and a decent offensive coach, I'd pick that team to cover 15 and a half in a heartbeat, no question. But the reality is he has Christian Hackenberg, who as of today, Singletary said that he's still starting. And Hackenberg, he was bad in the NFL. He's been bad in the AAF, not a believer. Fade him whenever you can. And then Singletary, defensive genius, NFL legend, Hall of Famer, but just cannot piece things together on the offensive side of the ball. Play calling scheme is just has not been there um, for the Express. And traditional gambling logic and the AF betting trends say, oh, take the uh, underdog to cover a 15-and-a-half-point spread. But I just I can't trust Hackenberg. Um, Zach Stacy, he's going to get the yards, but I just don't to. think the points can be scored. And this game, this is the only one that I'm going to say – Watch the line closely, and I'm going to be waiting a little closer until kickoff before I uh, place any place any bets. I'm I'm expecting, hoping the line to drop down to 13, 
And if it gets any lower than 13, I'm going to hop on the Apollos very, very fast. Um, I think early, I think early money has caused the line to move down some already. I know today it was at 15. So not much of a movement, but small amount. Um, and if, if the, we don't get the line movement that some of us are expecting, um, I'll probably end up going against the public on the over and under. Um, I don't, either, either or could happen. So if the line moves one way, I'll take, I'll take the opposite. Um, so now let's move on to the Sunday slate. First game we have Sunday is the Birmingham Iron, six-and-a-half-point favorites at the Atlanta Legends. The over-under is set at 35-and-a-half, the lowest over-under we've had yet. Um, first one, under 40 points. So this game, I think this is a very interesting game. Um, in my opinion, the Iron might be the most overvalued, overrated team in the league. Um, they've played two games at home, which from looking at the trends, we see the advantage of playing at home, unless if you're Memphis. Um, and the two teams they've played are a combined 0-4. So the level of competition really hasn't been there, and they haven't went on the road. And I'm not trying to say that the legends – who are 0-2 as well, are some great team because, I mean, they're, they're pretty, pretty close to bad. Um, but week one, they went against that Spurrier offense, got blown out by arguably the best team in the league. They didn't look, it didn't look like they knew what they were doing. Um, week two, they had to travel across the country, go play, uh, at San Diego in the pouring rain, but we did see improvement. Uh, Sims ended up, what was it, 17 for 25, 160 yards, one touchdown, one interception. So not a great game, but not bad. Um, and I don't, I, I'm just going with my, with my gut on this one, and it's saying I think history is about to happen in Atlanta this weekend. I think the Legends are coming home to the ATL. Legends win straight up, make history, all hail. So I'm picking, I'm picking the Legends to win over the Iron. And for the last game of the week, we have the San Antonio Commanders at the San Diego Fleet. The Fleet are a three-point favorite over-under, set at 43-and-a-half. Now, the line in this one I found a bit surprising. Um, before they came out, I kind of expected the commanders to hold that slight um, favorite over San Diego, but I guess Vegas decided to go with the home team. They gave them their two-and-a-half points or three points um, and so it's a it's a very very close matchup. Uh, this is our second rematch of week three. They played week one uh, in San Antonio. 
if you love defense, this had to have been one of your best games of the season. The command